What's up, everybody? You're listening to Podcastrophy. You can find us by searching Podcastrophy on all of your favorite podcasting platforms like Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and more. You can also find us at journeyintocomics.com. We drop a new episode every single Thursday. Be sure to subscribe to Podcastrophy to get the show and exclusive content. We record each episode live every Tuesday around 5.30 Eastern Standard Time, and you can watch that on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Just follow Podcastrophy on any of those platforms, and be sure to chat with us. Also, be sure to check out the Journey into Comics Network and all of its amazing shows. Now, on with the show! The following, the following, journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Welcome. What exactly do you think the day of reckoning is? Like, what do I think it's going? What is going to happen? Or, or like, what do you think he's it? talking? What do you think Papa John is talking about <sighs> when he says a day of reckoning? I don't know because coming. that dude ate what like For, uh, he just said forty pizzas pizza? yeah. in thirty days, <laughs> and he's still like on two legs. I don't know like how, <laughs> but like, he's visibly damp. <laughs> he's visibly like, damp. Yeah. Do you think the day of reckoning that he's talking about is like? He's he's just gonna start up like another pizza chain, or maybe it'll be like in like so the movie Demolition Man. You know how they had the franchise. You ever seen? You've seen that movie, right? Oh, uh, it's been a long All ass right. time. So in that movie, Taco Bell survives the franchise wars. <laughs> so maybe like Papa John's got some crazy Skynet shit going on in the background, where like he's just primed to survive the pizza franchise yeah. wars. Like Domino's <laughs> is first; they're getting taken yeah. out because they're a major player. Yeah, they are for I sure. Go, I go with Domino's. I'm not gonna lie; I'm a Domino's guy. I'm a Domino's but guy. I, I'm more of everything. I there's not. I don't really discriminate, except I don't like hot box. You don't like? I'm hot not a big box. fan of hot box. See, everybody I, says the same thing to me, and I'm like, it's really mediocre pizza. I like hot box a lot. The one that I don't like that I used to love that I hate now that I can't stand pizza hut. Really fucking horrible. Uh, <laughs> you know, I used to always get the, uh, the pan pizza from pizza hut. That that's pretty much like the only one that I go with. And then I switched to the hand tossed. It's a little thinner, but I like it. See, I like the crust better. I guess it's like when I was like long, 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 long fucking time ago, like I worked at a pizza hut. So it was like, okay. You know, like, I got to experience... That was back when they had, like, deep dish. It wasn't... They had pan and deep dish. That was a fucking thing, mm-hmm. like, way back in the day. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the pan's always why I go with the hand-tossed. I just... I, I can't I can't vibe on it. That's uh, not that's not for me. Not for me. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, let's see, Aaron Smith is watching, so... Aaron Smythe? Yeah, so he says... Uh, oh, he says, wow, he, he agrees with me on... Oh, hard. fuck that's you. The first <laughs> time, that's, like, one of the first time Aaron's ever agreed with me. I was about to say that. Did you... Are you... You are recording We're this, bonding. right? This is... We're bonding right now. <laughs> All right, Aaron... It's two against one on this one. No, I used to. Well, that was like because uh, like way back in the fucking day. So I used to live behind Harry's and, you yeah. know, like Brandon edging. Like all yeah. that. So they he used to work at Hotbox okay. and like a whole bunch of like 
all of our friend group used to work there. My friend Alan used to work at Hotbox. What was his last name? Dawson. Yes, I know Alan yeah, you Dawson. Know Alan. No, yeah, I've hung out with that kid. But, well, he's not a kid anymore. But, uh, no. fucking, uh, but yeah, like, that was like, and it was like always, because I would eat Hotbox, like, literally, I don't know, like, every other fucking day. Because <laughs> I just lived right there, and he worked there. So I'd be like, all right, cool. I'm going to go get a pizza, eat, say hi, then we'll go drink and have a great night. And that was pretty much what happened for... 15 years now it's going on but uh wow yeah but yeah that's pretty much about that but yeah i go with uh, i go with a good solid uh dominoes now it's pretty much dominoes is pretty solid uh but no i I think i seriously think he's gonna start a new pizza chain and obviously he can't use the name papa john's well what is so what is his deal with like papa john's now like is he like kicked out of it like does he even own anything he he was forced to resign okay because uh he apparently said some racist shit in a conference call. See, I knew that he had said some stuff that some people would not like to have been said yeah. <laughs> in a phone call. Yeah, and he, it was more, it, it, with the context of it, it was more like... Oh, Deb's watching. Hey, Deb. Yeah, I see that. What, what up, Deb? Cool. I don't know if you know me, but we're friends on Facebook. This is Dick. He's a he's a guy. I'm a guy. Yeah. I've been, I've, I've awesome. been to the Knickerbocker a few times. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, he's, he's, I guess within the context of what he said, he didn't actually say it as a, like, I'm saying this yeah. to be racist. He said, he was saying it in the context of, uh, this is a bad thing. I don't want my people saying this or some shit like that. Yeah. But, I, Cause I remember when that whole like thing went down and then like, like they pretty much like he, like he doesn't own anything in the company anymore. Like he's just not. out, like he's just yeah. done. They kicked him. Yeah. But what if he's trying to start a, a new pizza chain? Where, but he can't use the Papa John name, so he he just puts on a fake mustache and a sombrero, and he's Pappy Pappy Juan. He starts a combination. No, this is what that would be fucking hilarious. Pappy Juan, Pappy Juan. Pappy Juan. You could do a uh, Pappy Hano. Pappy Hano would be another good one. Uh, I or or <laughs> he could start the first combination hybrid fried chicken pizza joint, Colonel John's Pizza and Chicken. <laughs> that is something that I think people could really enjoy. Yeah. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. You know, I've had like Hispanic pizza because I in Delphi, there was this there was this place that got turned into a pizza place. And they the guy called it. It was it was Mr. D's Pizza, uh-huh. which was hilarious to me because I'm Dick. Yeah, I'm, I'm the D. I'm Mr. D. You're the D. You are the D. <laughs> but he uh, There's no other D than you. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Not even tenacious. Nope. Uh, and then for some reason, like that lasted a year and he. It, it wasn't that successful because we had a pizza hut. like Delphi is just nothing but pizza chains. Mm-hmm. We got Pizza King, we got Monocles, Pizza Hut, and then add that fourth one in that Mr. D's Pizza. And yeah. It's like it's not well known. No one knows it, so he's not gonna be successful. The next people that bought it, uh, a bunch of uh, a few a family from Colombia. Oh. And honestly, they made way better pizza than him. His pizza was good. It was it wasn't, different. It wasn't flour they were putting on the crust, if you know what I mean. It was cool. cool. The Colombian <laughs> yeah, surprise. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I actually, when I went, so I took a vacation down to Mexico back in October. Yeah. And it was funny because uh, me and my buddy Kenny went down there. Mm-hmm. So you know him. And uh, so we go to this bar, and, like, I'm just eating, like, all sorts, like, every kind of taco I can fucking find, all sorts of, like, Mayan-style seafood yeah. and like, all this crazy shit. He knows shit, fucking sits down at the restaurant. He's like, I'd like the pepperoni pizza, please. And I'm just like, what? He's like, no, hold on a minute. Before you start talking shit, just give it a second, and you'll see what's, what this is all about. I'm like, okay, do your thing. So he gets the pepperoni pizza, 
And we'd also been drinking slightly. And by slightly, I mean heavily that night you're also. So at that point, yeah. You're really. in Mexico. Yeah. If you're vacationing to Mexico, you're drinking <laughs> exactly. pretty much the whole time. Well, and especially where we were, because it wasn't like super duper fucking packed. Like it was like yeah. a nice, comfortable, cozy, like wander around, fucking day drink all day and call it a day. So he gets this pepperoni pizza. <laughs> this thing comes out and looks like a fucking Jack's pizza. I was just like, <laughs> what in the hell? He's like, no, it's really good. So I'm like, all right. So I take a bite of this thing. It's a baller ass pepperoni. I don't know like what they did, like so the it crust. Was thin. It was yeah, thin it was. Like th- a... It literally looked like a frozen pizza, but it was like it tasted just so fresh and amazing, and the crust was all just like salty and great, and mm-hmm. pepperoni mm-hmm. was good. Like I, I can't describe it any other way. I was, I was very surprised. I was like, I would not have that's, thought you could get a good the sauce pizza. Had a little kick in it. It did. It did yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Throw a little cayenne pepper in that fucking sauce. Mm-hmm. Mm. Throw some, throw some habaneros. 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 <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I used to do that shit at Monocles all the time. Like I, it was mostly with uh, black crushed black pepper. Yeah, I, I would I'd throw that in the in the sauce and then pepperonis over it and then the cheese. Um, Put some jalapeno juice in there. I loved making pizza, so man. Real. I say this all the time. I, I I I miss making pizza. I feel like making pizza is one of those jobs that like like you know how everyone always says like you should be like in the service industry for at least like a year to see so you can oh, yeah. get it. You oh, know. Yeah. Like, I feel like making pizza, like, that would qualify in that realm. Like, I feel like everybody should have the joy of making pizza uh, <laughs> for, for, oh, for at yeah. least a month or two, just, you know. And, and you know, I don't, I don't know about much about, like, the other, like, chains, but Monocles, it's all, like, it, it seems like it's way more hands-on with the making. Yeah. Because I've watched people at Pizza Hut, and they have, like, oh, we have, like, all of this automated stuff and, mm-hmm. and Domino's. I've watched them. And then they got the, the roller ovens yeah yeah they take like fucking like what is it like six minutes or something yeah. like that to fucking make monocles pizza. stone oven you just throw it on the stone Brick fire yep oh yeah throw it right on in there it's good stuff it is good stuff best way to be oh, so glad we're talking about pizza i know well i get to i'm excited because i get to go for work i gotta go to chicago here in a couple of weeks Ooh. and i've got to drop off this Which instrument one are you going where are you going to well, so hold on now. Oh, yeah. Hold on now. I'm going to get into this real <laughs> Since we're on this topic and oh, we got boy. some time. Uh, so I go with whenever I get deep dish up in Chicago, it's Luminati's. I go to Luminati's. That, okay. that Never place, had that. Uh, it is legit. I think, and if anyone, if any one of the four people now that's watching <laughs> wants to jump in <laughs> and correct me, I'm pretty sure they were like one of the original like deep dish pizza, okay. pizza places in Chicago. Um, and I know, like, they all say that, like, we were the original, we were there, but I think Luminati's actually was, like, one of the first ones to do, like, deep dish in the city. Okay. And, uh, they are just, they're so, they got, like, this, this buttery, awesome crust, and, like, it's, like, they're, they're, my favorite thing to get there is, like, like, a sausage and mushroom, and it's just, like, this disc of sausage with, like, this big, just disc of mozzarella and fucking, like... I don't know how to describe it. Just pure <laughs> heaven. And uh, but and you can get and they do the thing now too, where you can get like the frozen pizzas to like take oh, home yeah. and shit. So I don't do that though. I go up there. I'm like, all right, I'm dropping this off. Place my order. Go two blocks from where I'm gonna be at. Grab it. Call it a fucking day. So I've only had Gino's East, which I really I really dig Gino's East. Uh, I really want to try uh, Giordano's. Giordano's is good. I like Giordano's. But I hear you can get that in Indy. Yeah. I, I also question the authenticity of it in Indy that's kind of one of those things where it's like once you get like like at what point do people stop like like okay, so you got a baller ass pizza place in chicago that's like there's that so then they branch out and they make another one on like the south side mm-hmm. well then you find one in northwest indiana well then one comes down to Indy. Well, northwest indiana and is fake po- chicago well it's up to, hey, i'm from hammond i know all about oh, it yeah. okay i know all about it but uh <laughs> fake chicago 
our, our podfather, the the head of this network that we're on. The podfather. Yeah, we call him the podfather. <laughs> I call they call him podfather. I call him pod daddy. Oh. Oh. Okay. He lives in <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. He's not from Hammond, but he lives up there. What's his name? Uh, Nate Phillips. No clue who he is. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. But yeah, like it does make you wonder, like at what point, like in that chain of events where like they just start popping up stores, like. When does it get watered down? When is it not as good as when you would have it up in Chicago or wherever, you know? Like, I don't know. That's why I don't like if I go to, like, you know, up in northwest Indiana. Like, what is that, like, Geno's or whatever they have, yeah. like, now, like, up off Route 30 or whatever. It's like, no, nah, I'm not going to go there. I'm I'll, just going. I'll be up in Hammond this Saturday. What are you doing in Hammond Saturday? Uh, our network's having, like, a little meeting powwow thing oh. where we're going to discuss the network in the future and uh, talk about things that need to be done better and just you know, just a all around meeting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You got you got any you got any surprises for us? Anything we're gonna work? Anything anything new we're gonna see in the future? Now now look who's interviewing who. Ooh. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't have any like big surprises for I mean for podcastrophy. Uh, it, if anything, it's it's, it's it's the opposite of surprise. It's like, hey, I'll just go ahead and get this out of the way. Um, we're gonna take a month off. We're not going to oh. do anything for a month. <laughs> We're okay. going on a little hiatus. All right. So, All right. Uh, but if you're listening to this on the Journey into Comics Network uh, feed, you're still going to be getting stuff. We're going to be shooting over some of our podcastrophy exclusive stuff to you so you have stuff to listen to. Okay. Um, but if you're on the podcastrophy feed, you're getting nothing. <laughs> well. All right, then. For a month. There you have it, folks. And then when we return, <laughs> so, we're not going to be weekly anymore. We're going to bi-weekly. Oh, man. So you're getting a little bit less of us, but hopefully that little bit less is that, actually that, better. That just means that then you have room for, like, you can bring on twice as many guests and make each podcast just amazing. I mean, I only have as much room as that couch gives me and only four microphone inputs. That's fine. Uh, you can work with that. Unless I want to <laughs> go back to that focus right back there and go eight inputs. But then not everybody's going to – the live – first, I've explained this on the show before, but – Or you just put a stereo pair right here in the room and it captures everything. I've done that. I yeah. have done – I've used room mics. How'd it turn out? It's not bad. Yeah. I, I, I only use the room mics for the live stream. Okay. Because for some reason on this focus right back here, the live stream only accepts the front two inputs. Oh. Everything else gets recorded fine. But huh. the live stream only hears these two inputs. Well, that's weird. So I just got two condensers and just put them up in the room. Yeah, that's all you but did. It gets a little echoey. The quality's not that great. I would rather just have. I mean, if I'm not going to have a bunch of people on the show, yeah, um, I might as well just. If it's just going to be you, whoever, and Dave Linder hanging out, you know, yeah. hell yeah. It's, but it's, it's, it it's been nice because I, for the longest time, I didn't use this uh, Pro Tools or the Apogee Quartet over here. Uh huh. I didn't use it, and then I tested it out and it turns out how many different interfaces do you have over there you have like oh just two just okay. two <laughs> but uh I, I tested it out and this one all of the inputs work on the stream nice so i don't yeah. know i don't know what i need to do to get that to work hmm. with all the inputs but I wish I, uh, it's just easy with this wish i had some advice yeah i'm a sound guy with no advice <laughs> you're a sound guy what are you doing with your life <laughs> Um, Don't even get me started on that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really hoping that uh, going bi-weekly or first of all taking the br taking the break, we're gonna be working on a lot of stuff under the hood. Yeah, we're gonna be uh, trying to promote ourselves more, get some more stuff, maybe 
designed like merch. Yeah. So you can wear shit and represent us. I'd rock a podcastrophe hoodie or something. Hell That'd yeah. be pretty cool. Hell yeah. Uh, and then you'll have some other time for side projects. Oh boy. Oh. 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 Side projects like our band <laughs> that has yet to practice. That has yet to practice. Forward. However, I. But we've had lots of talks. We've, we've had, had lots of talks. And I actually had an in-person talk the other night with one of our guitarists. Yeah, that was like you were saying. You and Aaron had a pretty good. Uh, yeah, you good just chat about. Stuff. <laughs> I kind of thought the whole thing was canceled. Uh huh. So I'm just sitting in the living room watching TV. And he I, just showed. He up. just shows up. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm hanging out with Aaron. Oh yeah. <laughs> which is which is all right because yeah. we had a. We had a really kick-ass conversation, you know. I, I, I'm excited to see, and like I said, like you know, like I told you, like I mean, like everything with with Arcos is going great, you know. Mm, I mean, like yeah. and, and, that, and that's awesome and all, but I mean, like you know, even you know, we have a show February 28th. Come on out, North End Pub. Expect to see everybody there. there. Great. I'll be there. But uh, but like I know me and you had talked about playing music for like a while now, like just yeah. doing something kind of yeah. just for fun, you know, like nothing crazy, you know. And then like that's like when you asked me, you were like, yeah, like. You want to play some drums, kind of just practice like once or twice a month or something, maybe do like a show here and there. Be like, yeah, it sounds yeah, pretty I'm cool. Nothing demanding. And then everybody started, and then you start talking about like some covers you wanted to do, and then like some other shit getting thrown out there. I'm like, oh, this will be pretty fucking fun. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to do one cover a show. Uh, yeah, it's, and I don't want to do like the typical covers. I just want to, like, yeah, take some shit either that is just badass or that you just wouldn't expect. Yeah, no, for uh, sure. Yeah, and I, it's just. The, and the inspiration for it was I was at the random band challenge this year mm -hmm. and Christopher Scott, the other guitarist in this project, I was watching him play and it was his very first show. That's what I had heard. I remember talking to him at the, yeah. uh, the doom room, New Year's Eve thing. Yeah. And, uh, He'd yeah, he was like, yeah, and I'm just sitting here watching him. I'm like, he's really good. I mean, he, he's been playing for years. This is his first show. I mean, it'd be really cool to see if he would want to do something. Yeah. And so of course I hit him up and then talking to him, I was like, <laughs> Fuck it. Let's see who else wants to be in it. Make a status. Next thing I know, I got you hitting me up saying, hey, let's do it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I got a drummer. Then Aaron hits me up just out of the blue. I haven't talked to him in probably a year or two. <laughs> and it's just, hey. Got some I'm guitar interested. action going on. <laughs> so Well, and stuff like that, too, is like, I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, it's just sometimes just fun to, like, just jam out and play around, yeah. you know, and just, like enjoy what you're doing not that i like i said like not that i don't enjoy what i'm doing with arcos you mm -hmm. know because we got a lot of like really cool fun stuff coming up like we got a music video yeah. and i think like kyle might have talked about that the other night or something i, I don't think know so. if he brought it up or not but like we got a uh, we got a music video we're in the works of doing uh for some strange reason people have actually been wanting the cd yeah so those are been you know going out and everything and yeah we got another show coming up so for some strange reason <laughs> the cd that's really good the cd that's really good has actually uh, been flying off of the box but um I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> no one. <laughs> I don't understand why people want the CD that Can't, we worked really hard on and it's really know. good. Well, it's got my drumming on it. Who wants to hear that? God. Uh, Aaron enjoyed it the other night. Ooh. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, we were talking. <laughs> and he, he's he's really excited for this because in the previous bands he's been in, um, he didn't really get to explore a lot of what he can do. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he was just in this box. And he said that was fine because it was fun. But there's a lot, a lot of different sides to him that he didn't get to explore guitar-wise. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds exactly why Alan hit me up for this because he he wants to do other stuff other than what's in his band. Yeah. Arcos. Well, it's it's funny too because like I can't even like you know like we always say like you know and you and you know you've heard the music and when I, it's like kind of one of those things like Arcos is a very kind of unique sound like there's a it lot really of different is. influences coming in from it really is all sorts of different places to where like 
you know, you got Lance, who's all about, like, you know, he's listening to, like, Crowbar and Down and, like, all that stuff. Then you yeah, got, you know, like, sludgy. I'm sitting here being, like, let's do some Norma Jean and some Every Time I Die, you know, or some fucking other shit. And then, you know, and then, like, you know, you get Kyle, who's, like, he likes that mainly and other shit, you know, like, get some of that Southern influence in there. So it all comes together and makes some cool shit. It really does. And then Andreas is just and then, uh, incredible. But, like, we'll always sit around and say it. It's like Lance is like, oh, man, like. Sometimes you just got to play in a fucking, just play some metal and do it. And it's like, yeah, like sometimes you got to go back and just play like what you're having fun with. So yeah, dude, like you start talking about just being like, I just want to do like metal core bangers. And I'm like, yeah, I can get down with that. Basically. That sounds fucking like, fine. Let's for see. Year, I, every, so I, I do the whole Facebook memories thing. Deb, I promise I will bring you a CD. And she'd rock, <laughs> she'd rock a podcast for you, hoodie. If Fuck we yeah, hoodies. she would. Well, at least do. Uh, we'll at least do t-shirts. She's going to single-handedly branch you out into Chicago. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I want to make sure it's like uh, I, I'm trying to figure out a design, and I've been gauging interest. I'd be like, hey, would you wear a t-shirt that says, make every day a big dick day? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, surprisingly, I've got a lot of yeses. I, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck, let's do that. Like, have that available next like, week, man. Oh, <laughs> People I'm, buying I'm that gonna, up, no I'm problem. I'm going to figure out how to do, like, a pre-order system. That way I can at least have the money to do. So you can see just how many people want Big yeah. Dick on a regular basis? Oh, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, do, do you understand the concept of a Big Dick Day? Yes. A, a Big Dick Day. Do I understand the concept yeah. of a Big Dick Day? Well, why don't you explain it to me? Uh, so you've heard of the concept of Big Dick Energy, correct? I, I believe so, or yes. it's just this this confidence, this air mm -hmm. of confidence about you. Um, Similar to what you would call Big Dog Syndrome. Similar. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so a big dick day is bad. So I, I, I got the BDD, this, yeah, if you will. I got this concept from the song Big Dick Day. Uh, it, it, I can't remember who it was originally did it, but uh, the band Pizza Face covered it, and it's fucking hilarious and awesome at the same time. Mm. Our intro is like it, an instrumental version that I did. Well, my friend Colby did it, and I mixed it, but I sent him the concept of it. It's just a shortened version with no lyrics in it. But so the song starts off with woke up this morning with my dick in my hand <laughs> my girl's to the right of me just like i planned it's gonna be a big dick day <laughs> so i bra fucking though oh yeah so <laughs> i came up with this idea of let's make that's that's the that's our slogan make every day a big dick day make every day a big dick day I mean, All right. All right. when you wake up in the morning some i mean i've heard chicks say like it's a it's a great it's a it's a big booby day. Yeah, it's a, they're it's having a, a good. They're a, having a good my, boob day. My yeah. boobs, my mm -hmm. boobs look great today. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard friends of mine say that, mm -hmm. and I'm like, so there's the concept of, oh, you look down and it's like, damn, I look huge today, I look huge, and that gives you confidence because yeah. you're like, fuck, my dick looks huge today. I'm and gonna go so out. I'm gonna go around. out into the world and you're fucking just, just walking, have at it. You're just walking around like, fuck yeah, I'm I'm making this world my bitch today. I like that. I it, like that. It's, I it's think just, that. It's just confidence, that it, and it's making it a good day. It's just make – it's the positivity in every day. <laughs> that reminds me. There's a, there's this there's this guy on uh, Instagram, and I'm not going to go too much into it, but uh, he's, he's a dude that I discovered. It's funny because he, he recently got out of prison. He did 10 years. Okay. Now, now, follow me on this. All okay. Right? I'm, no, I'm, I'm following. And uh, so he got out of prison. His name was Wes Watson. All right? Wes Watson. So if this podcast ever makes it across, i big fan. But uh, <laughs> so – it's, it's he, he got like kind of known for like getting on YouTube and he tells stories about what it's like in prison. Okay. Well, now he's like on Instagram. He's a personal trainer. He does like motivational speaking. Basically, it's like when okay. it comes down to it. And he's all about basically like, you know, 
harnessing your inner positivity, like grabbing the day by the balls. And he actually says, he's like, if you're ever having like one of those days where it's like, well, I just can't get out of bed. He does this voice. He's like, I can't get out of bed today. Wes, this is just too, too hard for me. He's like, you look down, you look at your dick, realize you're a fucking man, you go about your fucking day. <laughs> and like, he's just like, he literally like, check this dude out because like he is okay. intense too. Like he yeah. literally, he'll be like. He sits there like uh, there was somebody that like said something to him, and they were just like, "Wes, what do you what do you do when you when you get sick?" He's like, "I don't participate in being sick. I don't have time for that <laughs> shit, so I just don't participate in it. So I don't do that, you know." He's like, "He's sick. like, I, I tune my inner frequency to where it's positive with the rest of the world, and I go out and I have my energy and I do what I got to do, and I just I don't participate in negative fucking shit anymore." And like this guy is just intense, man. He's like, "Hell yeah, jacked as fuck." You, you yeah, check check him out. Argue it's, with that though. That that's that's a great way to live. Oh yeah, like. It's it's fucking it's fucking crazy. Like uh, like check check his channel out. You, okay. you'll, you'll you'll dig it. And he's also a personal trainer, so he's got awesome like workout advice and like workout tips and like awesome. dietary type Perfect. stuff. Like he goes really heavy into like managing your macros and like doing all that mm -hmm. stuff. So I don't believe in that. But you not for me at least. You, you don't believe in macros. I believe in them. I but I don't <laughs> believe in it for me. I, I'm a, I'm a I'm more of the Derek Wida approach. If you know who that is. Derek Wida. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. His. His tag, I guess his um, Twitter tag or whatever is AmpUD. AmpUD? He's an he's a, he's a Iraq war veteran. And oh, okay. He, he lost his leg, and then he just got super jacked. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and he did, I, I, the first time I saw him, he did this how to lose weight video. With, it says, it's how to lose weight with Derek Wida. <laughs> and fucking it's just dumb. him just fucking off the whole time, trying to get, like, he's just drinking, getting drunk, and just tell, giving you, like, advice the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, and then there, he does, like, this whole segment on, like, oh, and, like, diet pills, you know, that use, like, hot words, like, incinerate and have, like, HD and all these other terms in the name mm -hmm. or, or in description. Those things can fuck off. And he does, like, this whole skit. It's like, ah. I'll, we'll just watch it. Okay. Yeah, that's we'll totally watch yeah. it. Yeah, that's I'm gonna, fine. I'm going to pop that up here. Uh, if you want to keep talking and fill this space. Yeah, not a problem. I can totally fill happened? this space. I just up. lost everything. You just lost it. You fucked this whole thing Chrome. Up. Chrome it's gone. Crashed. It's gone. There's nothing Chrome you can do crashed. now. The podcast is over. Thank everyone for watching. It's not actually. Sean Werner and Jacob Dwinger are watching. That is fucking baller. Sean Werner. How you doing, buddy? Hope you're doing well. I'm going to be seeing you probably this weekend because I'm going to hit you up to hang out. Yeah. Oh, I've seen this guy before. Yeah. Yeah, this I've 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 seen some of the stuff from this guy before. <laughs> I'm just going to assume that's like a lot of people it's funny how many people think that they can get like in shape and healthy and they're like well I'm on a diet it's like yeah how much are you exercising <laughs> well I don't exercise but my diet it's like yeah okay you need both parts of the coin there you don't yep. just do one or the other you can exercise till the cows come home but if you eat fucking McDonald's every day three times a day it ain't going to do any good <laughs> it's a beautiful goddamn day to Go be an American. Yourself. <laughs> is that a Coors Light that he's got? It is. I would have expected him to have a Budweiser, but I get it. I get it. He's trying to drink water. <laughs> yep. No fast food. Yep. See? Yep. 
I can't eat fruit to save my life. He I fucking consume I, a lot of Copenhagen. <laughs> chew that tobacco. Oh, that's awesome. I just I like this video because it is enter, it's entertaining oh, yeah. and it's stupidly informational. Yeah, no, it's well, and it's funny because like yeah, I mean like really like the, everybody and their mother will tell you how to eat healthy and proper. And Lord knows I know like I am not the aficionado on how to eat healthy, <laughs> you know. But I mean like I know what to do if I need to. Uh, you know, I've lost weight before, I've gained plenty of weight before, yeah. done done both ways, and it's like. It's actually pretty fucking simple if you just use your head. And yeah. You don't like a lot of it is just like watch Portion, when you're eating. Yeah. Watch your portions and like, you know, like me, like if I'm trying to actually like lose weight, like I will, you know, do almost like an intermittent fasting type thing. Yeah. You know? And like that gets good results. You know, you got to know what you're doing with that too. You know, because you can pretty much just drink water. That's about it. But yeah. All right. That's enough of that. If you want to keep watching that video, just go watch it. Derek Wyda, How to Lose Weight. That was a good find. So we got, so we're oh. plugging Derek Wyda and Wes Watson yes. now in this podcast. Hopefully uh, somebody I, sees I, them. I finally remembered what the name of the product he was, the fake product he was promoting. Oh, what, what was it? Uh, Metabafuck. Metabafuck. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Uh, That's and then he, he gets an Indian guy, or a, a brown guy. <laughs> I, I say that so fucking... Uh, yeah, Why bad. does he have to be brown? <laughs> well, he, he even says, he's like, look, I got a brown guy just to prove to, to, to prove the authenticity of this product. You'll believe anything a brown guy said, a brown guy in a lab coat says. There was about it. There was a fucking, it was funny. There was, I was doing a, a show the other night. I won't go into details on the specifics of it, but there was a, uh, there was a Indian British, like pop star guy that came okay. on at the end and I was mixing him. And uh, at one point in the show, he's like, and all everybody in here needs to be proud to be brown. And if you're brown, he just kept going on about being brown. And I'm just like, okay, that's that's interesting, you know. And like, I mean, I'm just like, yeah, dude, like, be proud to be brown. Like, yeah. do, do what you got to do, man. Like, hey, it's cool, man. It's all all gravy. But this guy's just going like on. He's like, oh, you motherfucking brown motherfuckers! I want you to be proud to be brown. And I'm like, are we at like a rally or is this a concert? <laughs> like, what is going on here? But they they were uh, they were definitely proud. It was a good time. Deb says, sing portion control in a Prince-esque way. I'm guessing that's aimed at you. Oh, that was, ah, portion control. <laughs> that's the Prince noise right there. Alan, Ooh. Alan you have such a way with uh, voices. I think it's, you have a great <laughs> falsetto. Ah, portion control. <laughs> and he can, he can, he does like the best Michael McDonald impression. Everybody's it now. <laughs> My, uh, I, I will say my, 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 my affinity for impressions is a little bit fucked up right now because yeah. unlike Wes Watson, apparently I do subscribe to getting sick because I've been sick as shit for the past two That's fucking weeks. Said. Yeah. So when you said you couldn't come over Sunday, uh, or I guess we never, I never officially like said, Hey, we're, we're not doing this. Yeah. Today. I didn't know. Well, so I got done with work at like, I half expected you to just show up too. Once well, I, I got it. done at five thirty, and I had like, literally it felt like someone was taking a fucking nail and just driving yeah. it right here into my head. And I was sick like all day. So it was fucked up. Like two, three weeks ago, I got this weird, like 
fucking flu thing that wasn't i don't even know what it was it was the oddest thing ever because like i was just like no i only drink modello but that's a lie anyone that knows me knows i love corona so (laughs) if anyone's gonna get coronavirus it's gonna fucking be me you know what coronavirus goes really well with right lime a lime disease (laughs) yep i've also heard coronavirus referred to as the kung flu Yes. And sweet uh, and sour sicken. Yes. I saw that one. I was about I was trying to figure out what the second one was. Yep. Uh, oh, the fucking internet's a gold mine these it days. It really is. Uh. We, we do not give a fuck. One of my favorite memes is like like we're so disconnected from like everything uh-huh. that the war, or the internet is so disconnected or this generation on the internet is so disconnected that this will be our last an asteroid will be coming towards the earth and this will be our last meme and it's just like just just some stupid meme. Yep. I can't remember. It's like, all right, I'm going to head out or some shit. <laughs> how dare How dare you assume what that asteroid is? What if it identifies as a comet? <laughs> it's not that pretty. It's, it's a... You ain't pretty enough. <sighs> Judging. It's sparkly and ice-filled. You but, ain't uh... no prize. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't no queen. Just get out. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, it's funny because, like, so, yeah, I got this weird-ass, like, it was, like, chills. And I had, like, this oh, fucking weird. migraine from shit, like, for, like, four days. I don't ever get headaches or migraines or whatever. Like, I barely, like, for being almost 36 and going and d- going out and doing shit I do, like, you'd think I would feel worse on a day-to-day yeah. basis. But but I don't, you know, which I don't know. But uh, but I had massive headache, chills. I was, like, sweating. Like, it was ridiculous. So that lasted about four days. And then I had, like, a week off. And then I got this head cold from hell, which has been going on for, like, I don't know, five days now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, I literally, like, I'm, like, the the quintessential, like, that, that meme where it's, like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Like, that, no, that is me right now. I'm just, <laughs> I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. I feel you because I've been sick more this year or this last 365 days. I'm not going to say 2020. Yeah. It's, like, this last 365 days than I have been, like, in the last 10 years. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just me getting slightly older and my body's just not able to. Uh-huh just keep up yeah or maybe maybe i'm it's because i have kids in my life now yeah that's uh, right you're a kids, you're a family man uh, kids bring yeah. home shit you know yep. uh nothing against them they're just carriers yeah oh yeah no i <laughs> they're, fuck, they're around all oh, their kids no all every their time like we were at the vault and like whenever like someone would get sick we'd immediately look at cray and just be like you did this you're the only <laughs> kids you brought him in and he would even say be like yeah because he would come in sick he was always one of the first ones yeah. and then it would just fucking make its way around Angelo go fucking scurrying off in the corner every time somebody coughs because he doesn't like he doesn't like being sick. But yeah, it was it was, it was fucking funny because he would come and be like, "Cray, your fucking kids got you sick again." And he's like, "Yeah," and it just goes around, yep, it goes man. around. Man, the vault. I, I I miss that entire old crew so bad because I, I don't even like I know I, I don't know like how much you want to talk about that because I, I don't know you probably well, i don't know it was a kind of a traumatic time in my life <laughs> yeah, I, well I don't, I don't know if you know it's fine there's no shit talking no i know yeah uh but like it's just not the same it's that's kind of that's kind of like what i'd heard like and it was funny because like y- you know like there's just so many different like it is that that the saga of that place and like all of us that work together like what happened it's like a fucking book because there's just so many different things that happened here there behind the scenes there's various reasons everybody left this that and the other thing and it's like you know when it got down to it you know you had people that literally worked there for six seven eight you know eight years you know and it was like friendly faces it was what kept people coming well then all those people left you know and it, like you know, some on good terms, some on bad terms. It was like you know, I'm not gonna go into all the crazy fucking shit right now. But you know, it's just one of those things where uh, 
Oh, fucking Big Mo's watching. Maybe I will go into some of the crazy shit. Kevin McHenry caused a lot of issues during pool league, buying too many <laughs> shots on fucking Wednesdays. But uh, no, but it was like, you know, you know, like just people people grow up. People go on, move on to other things. It was yeah. whatever, and yeah, and like it was funny because, and that's one of those things that like I will tell like, you know, and I am not talking shit or anything like that. But there comes a point where you maybe need to realize like, hey. I need to have some backup plans for when people move on. And it was just one of those things like for such a long time, that business never really needed it. You know, my opinion, yeah. like we were all there, you know, and everybody was having a great time and it was whatever. But, you know, I mean, you know, eventually people move on and it's like when there's just no one on deck to replace. And, and like the bar culture, like downtown has changed so drastically. I mean, just yeah. even in this town, not even downtown, fuck it, like campus, downtown, the whole town as a whole, you know, I mean, like it's not what it used to be. You know, you don't okay. have a shit ton of people that knew what they were doing just going through different bars and needing jobs and this, that, and the other thing. So I don't know. I mean, like it was, it was always a good time and it was fun. I want to see what, st stop participating, being sick. Uh, that's funny. But, uh, but yeah, so now you've got, you know, you've got a few people there that some people might recognize, but like that hasn't been like, it's literally like starting from scratch in there, you know? Uh, and like, I don't know anybody in there now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I know Angelo and Eric, that's it. I walk in the door and I mean, like I, you know, I, you know, Seth is bartending. That's cool. You know, Emily, I know who she is. But, I mean, like, other than that, you know, not a whole lot going like, on there too much anymore. I, I don't really see people that I uh, knew went there anymore. Like, yeah. Nobody nobody that I used to hang out with there is there anymore, it, unless they're just there when I'm not. But yeah. I think the only person I really see there often is, like, Alex Taylor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like, really all I'm seeing a couple other people. But Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's just one of those things where it's like, it, it's different. You know, I mean, everybody's kind of like, Maybe that's just the way, like, the bar industry goes. You know, you get waves of staff that bring in waves of people. Because, like, it happened, like, over the time I worked there, too. Like, when people like uh, like Gomez quit, you know, like, there were a lot of people that, you know, followed him out, you know. Yep. When Copenhaver quit, there were people that didn't come back because he left, you know. And, you know, you get a changing of clientele, and then you get people that replace them. And then, you know, when people stop seeing their friends going to a certain place, they don't go there yeah. anymore. But then you get other groups that come up and, like, you know, like kids that just turned 21 or something that finally venture across the bridge with well, them and all their friends start <laughs> fucking coming there to play pool. And Holy it's shit. a generation. And people don't think of, like, a bar as, like, a generational thing. It really is. It sounds stupid to say it that, is. but it really is, like, a generational kind of thing, you know? Like, holy shit, this bar isn't, like, completely wall-to-wall. I'm, I'm speaking from the college perspective. Right? Yeah. This isn't, like, wall-to-wall -wall packed. Mm -hmm. uh, there's not piss all over the floor. <laughs> like, hey. This is nice. This is actually kind of nice. What's up, John? I haven't talked to you in fucking forever. I don't even see, I don't even see anything yeah. in that chat. Buddy John, I was watching. Oh. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, and they'll be fine. I mean, like, they got new... I mean, you know, it's like I said, old regulars leave, new regulars come in. But, yeah, I mean, even, like... I almost don't even know what to do. Like, now, like, I mean, usually now, like, if I go out, I mean, like, I'll go to the Vault every now and again. I'll go to the Black Sparrow. Usually is where I hang out a lot now. Yeah. I've started... I've actually where started, Brandon's at, isn't he? Yeah, he works there now. He's fucking I've loving it. I've never been there. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. If you, I mean, they got good beer and good booze. Yeah. The food's fucking phenomenal. So, that's I mean, what yeah. he's, that's, he, mm -hmm. he was talking it up to me. I'm like, that might be the place I have to start. Dude, I with. went the other day, and just because I was like, I'm just going to go out, and I'm going to go get dinner. <laughs> I walked in there, and I was, I think I got there, like, right at five. Yeah, because it was Sunday and I had had that Monday off. So I was like, I'm going to go out and fucking party tonight and do some drinking. And a bunch of people yeah. were getting together at a buddy of ours' apartment downtown. So I was killing time till he was ready. I walked into the Sparrow and they had this pork shank on the menu. So it was like braised pork shank with like mashed like root vegetable or something on there. I was like, okay, that sounds pretty fucking good. You know, I shit you not, this thing comes out. 
like the plates here the pork shank is like here it's like <laughs> standing up in the middle of the mashed like potatoes or whatever the fuck this stuff was and it was like this tall and i'm like oh it's all about presentation I'm carving it off like i'm like like one of those gyro slicers yeah, that like rotates yeah. you shave the meat off that's why i'm eating this pork shank and i got done and like i ate the bone ate all the mashed potato stuff and like this bone is just sitting in the middle of the plate just <laughs> dripping with stuff and oh, Hell, man, it was great yeah but uh, yeah, their food there is really good. I've also been going to the Blind Pig a little bit more. That seems to be the spot nowadays. Yeah, like, that that joint's pretty cool, man. I mean, like the staff there is awesome, and fucking. I, I can't yeah. get into it. Like, well, one, I'm not I'm not a smoker, and so yeah, that and, that will do it. And so, like, my wife and I, we we're not really big into smelling like smoke. Yeah, but that's where pretty much all of our friends just keep going. So it's like, yeah. It's a it's know. it's a pretty cool vibe in there because they got I mean like they got like games and stuff you can do yeah. and then like they have stuff you know you can watch and then it's like a pretty open space so you can usually yeah. sit and hang out and it's I, I like the joint I mean I like, wouldn't mind it if it wasn't for the smoke yeah I will say for that spot it's funny because I think I'm pretty sure they've got to have like smoke eaters or something in there because it's not anywhere near as smoky as I figured it would be like I remember like back when it used to be like the old hunters and you could smoke in there yeah and it was like it used to get pretty like it looked like the marro factory burned down in that oh, bitch yeah, like that. it was I, I was in there a few times <laughs> with hunters down under um but yeah. uh but yeah i mean like but i think you know having like that's the nice thing i like about sorry participating in being sick again uh, <laughs> you're good <laughs> but uh you know that's kind of the cool thing about like the way the city is right now is you can choose whether to be smoking or not. So it's like a bar like that wants to go in and set up shop downstairs and be a, like divey smoke filled bar. Yeah. Great, fucking do it because if people don't like it, then they just won't go there. Yeah. You know, and like, and that's you know that's that's kind of the way that I've always thought that should be handled is being like a yeah. business knows what it's getting into. You know, like pretty much. Yeah. Don't sit there and be like, well, we're gonna ban smoking in the city. No, fuck you. Like I remember when the wall was smoking. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was that. That was one of the things that kept me from going. I was actually glad when we went not smoking because that got to be because like because we could all smoke when we were working there too. Yeah. So it was like, and I smoked for years. Like I quit like three years ago. You know, I smoked for a few months back up until about now. I haven't smoked a little bit, but you know, it was like one of those things where you know we'd just sit there at the end of the bar, just puffing. Like the waitresses were coming up, being like, "Here's our ticket," just chain smoking cigarettes the whole time. <laughs> like, you know, it was just fucking. It was something else. But yeah, when it went not smoking, it was just big space to just fill up with smoke too. Well, yeah, and then on top of that, like we had smoke eaters in there, but it's like. How many fucking square feet, thousand square feet is this that you have to try to clean the right. air off one thing right. that looks like a window air conditioning unit, you know? Like, hell no. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, like, I, I think, you know, especially for bars downtown and around, it's like, you know, decide for yourself if you want to be fucking smoking. If somebody doesn't like it, then they just won't fucking go there. There's plenty of other places to go, you know? We got, yeah. what, is that the, the old thing? We got more bars and restaurants per capita than, like, almost any other city in the country. Uh, like, I think that stretch on 26. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what we're known for, <laughs> or at, at one point was known for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I miss going around downtown so much, but I just never have the time and it's just like and now it's like okay. well having a wife and kids and a full-time job yeah. will do that oh, too. For sure. <laughs> so no it's just like oh, she she wants to she wants to and i just don't have the motivation to yeah uh i mean and well it, and it does kind of get i mean like you know all my you know my best friends like you know are all people i met through working downtown and like being involved in the bar scene and whatnot yeah. it's an awesome thing to be a part of but, you know, at some point, it does kind of get tiresome, and it does get to the point where you're just like, well, I don't, well, 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 all the boys, yeah, yep, 
Like I said, smelling like the fucking Marlboro factory yeah, burned down all around you. <laughs> I remember when all of the bars downtown were smoking, you always had to wash your hair to go to bed. Yep. <sighs> yeah. That'd get oh, yeah. exhausting. You'd come home from work and, like, let's say you're just having one of those nights where you just want to, like, crawl into bed and, like, die. Like, you take your clothes off, go take a quick shower, go into bed. And, like, wake up in the morning, you're like, fuck, I got to start putting my clothes in the basement because the whole house just yeah. smells like fucking smoke yeah. now. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, the bar scene's awesome thing to be a part of. People you meet are, like, fucking family. But, you know, eventually, just, like, now, especially, like, not, I'm not in it anymore. Like, man, like, I don't, I just, I cannot ever go out five nights a week anymore. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. first of all, like, how I, like, you know, how I used to go out and spend hundreds of dollars a fucking week, you know, is a goddamn mystery, but. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was fucking fun when she says something else. She says, stop making excuses, Dick. Take your wife out for a night on the town. I would, oh, you honestly, heard it there. <laughs> I would love to. It's just money's not that great right now. So it's like, I'm trying to be smart about it. Uh, oh, but Dick, this is the healthiest economy ever. The stock market's doing so well. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm not even going to get started on that bullshit. <laughs> it's, for, it's for the best. <laughs> I've, I've said enough on the subject. I know. Uh, that was that that one day that uh, – was it the day you were by yourself? You went on kind of like a little political kind of tirade or oh, whatever. Maybe. And I was just sitting there. I was like, oh, man, I wish I was talking to him right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, go you. Doesn't fucking, happen often. Fucking it's, eight. It's happening more and more often these days, but it, does, it, it, it usually doesn't come out from me because – I, I usually don't like to talk about stuff that I'm not super educated on Yeah. because while I have an opinion, I can't really back that opinion up very well. So yeah. I just choose not to be vocal. Well, nobody it, else seems but, to care. <laughs> yeah, I know. I choose not to be very vocal about it, but at the same time, uh, it's, it's hard not to be vocal about it right now. Yeah. Well, and that's one of those things too, where it's like, you know, it's always important to like do, and like, I'm kind of the same way. Like I don't discuss too much of it, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But you know, at the end of the day, I mean, like trying to actually like now it's getting to the point almost where it's like if you try to do homework into an issue, it is so hard to find like an actual credible it, source for information. Like incredibly hard. it almost is like, you, you know, I mean, like, you know, we all know like what goes on, like, you know, social media online, all that other good stuff. But it's like people just like the amount of there's a few people that I, I keep on my, my Facebook feed that I really just don't like. And I'm sure there's plenty of people that do that with me just to, you know, I don't ever post things, but. You know, I just I want to see what what they say because I don't agree with anything they fucking say ever. But I just want to see the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see that mentality, and also too, like I want to see if there's like any validity in like what their points are and what they're saying. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, like like maybe you know to assume that I'm right about everything or you're right about everything is fucking stupid. Listen to what other people have to say, and form so opinions on that. The thing, the things I've been using to. I, I mean, get, I, I go straight to the source. But to tie up, I also most of what they post is all like fucking just bullshit, fucking <laughs> news sites that don't even exist. And oh, it's yeah. just like, how did you do this? Like, it's yeah. like you know, but yeah, <laughs> it's like Ooh, you know, like name uh, drop. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I just try. I do my best to go straight to the source uh, with my information. So if I'm watching something, I I'll just watch like C-SPAN. I'll watch it all unfold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The best I can. So it's like I don't need to listen to what the people are saying about it. I can just hear what they're saying, mm-hmm. what the people themselves are saying. Yeah. So it's and then form my own opinion from that. And it's just it's easier that way. I yeah. think. Yep. Uh, you, you don't need some clickbaity article to tell you. No. You and it's 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 crazy how much of that shit is out there. Like just yeah. how easy it is to literally get like 
and this isn't my opinion, like how easy it is to just get wrong information on something like, you know, because half the people that are sharing these articles aren't even reading them. They're just reading the headline. Yeah. The yeah. article title and there's then sharing it. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty of it. Yeah. But half the time I share stuff, it's because, oh, I'm, I'm going to check that out later when I can. Yeah. And it is funny because I mean, like you can get things where it's like, you know, you know, scientists say that the sky is green. Get a load of this. You yeah. share kind of like how you just said, like people don't even fucking look into it. There was what? a guy that, uh, and I'm like, I, I wish that I had recorded. Like, it's funny, like doing what I do. Like, I get to hear like people speak that that mm-hmm. are actually pretty fucking knowledgeable on shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's over at Purdue, so it's like fuck. But uh, there was a guy. His name is uh, Eric Snodgrass. He's an atmospheric scientist, and he came in and he was talking about basically just like climate control, dealing with like farmers and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And he did like, and I wish that I had recorded it. And I'm not going to lie, a good chunk of what he was saying was, like, over my head. And I want—I wish I could record so I could go back and listen to it yeah. and actually pay attention and not have this after I've been, you know, working for nine hours straight since 6 o'clock in the morning and I was mm-hmm. actually, like, not brain dead. But, like, you know, he was sitting there talking and he was like, I'm not going to get – because one of the farmers asked him, they were, he was just, like, straight up, like, what do you feel? Like, is the climate change fucking thing real or not? Or, like, what is your opinion on it? Like, I want to know, you know? And the guy just kind of, like, he literally, like – put down his pencil and he stepped back and he was just like, I'm not going to get into too much of that because it just turns into a giant fucking argument. Like and he didn't say fucking, this is me putting my own language, yeah, you know, but yeah. he was like, I can tell you what I factually know from 30 years of research over the course of time and doing what I do for a job. I can tell you what I factually know based on what I have studied. And that is the only thing I can tell you. He's like, I'm not going to give you my opinion. I'm not going to get political on. He was like, I can tell you, he's like, yeah, climate change is real. Are there certain aspects to it that people don't know about that are like being discussed? Yeah, there are. Like it actually might not hurt to have more carbon emissions in the ozone. And he went on this whole tirade about it. And like I said, like, I'm not going to get too big into that because like, like kind of like you're saying, like, I can't explain that right now, you know? So if you're curious, go look that guy up, Eric Snodgrass, atmospheric scientist, read some of his work might be interesting but uh i'll just wait till he goes on joe rogan and listen oh joe rogan i fucking love (laughs) joe rogan i fucking love joe rogan that guy's got i his stand-ups especially i fucking i just watched his i had a trigger going on in the fucking office the other day and i was just like oh just there's so much comedy gold in that like (laughs) he's just so funny and he all he he promotes himself as he's like i'm just some dumb ape yeah i'm just some dumb ape <laughs> yeah. Well, and like my favorite thing is like he'll sit there and like he, he points out stuff and he was just like let's let's go into like he was talking about uh like when well, the dude that broke into the White House <laughs> when he did that bit and he was like, Yep, this is what happens when you put a girl in charge of guard in the White House and he's like and he's like, Boo, you're hating on women, you're a monster. No, shut the fuck up. I'm not hating on women. Okay, I couldn't guard the fucking White House, all right? I'm telling you, certain people are just not qualified for certain jobs, you, you know? <laughs> he's just sitting there, he's like, sometimes facts are facts. He's like, I have, you know, fucking three daughters and a wife. I could beat the shit out of all of them. None of them are qualified <laughs> to fucking guard the White House, you know? Like, and it's just like, and he goes on to where it's just like, it has nothing to do with being a male or female. He's like, there's men that can't fucking do that job. There's plenty of men that can't do yeah. that job, you know? <laughs> But and he just goes on. He's like, not everything is a fucking sexist fucking shit show. Like, it's, you know, there's just certain yeah, facts about life, you know? That's so true. Uh, speaking of Alexandra Taylor, she just tuned in. Yep. What up, girl? I should have had her on the show tonight. That would have been a yeah, great There we go. Uh, I was, after I heard Dave wasn't going to be on the show tonight, um, I, I, I just started, I asked, like, a few people. Like, I, I think I asked Brett Maxwell. 
Oh, I'd have hung out with him. That's yeah. all. I, that's all I asked. <laughs> I, I was working. I asked a few people. Uh, this one dude. I was working. Uh, <laughs> I was working, so it was hard to. I'm, I'm already in trouble for texting and stuff, or you're being on my phone. You're so talking it's... about me. Yes, we're talking about you. Yep. We're gonna. We're gonna. Guys. We're gonna get you on a podcast one of these days. So clear your fucking schedule. I guess she's a fun one to have on this show. I've, I've had her a few times. Okay. Uh, I've, I've chatted. I mean, I've talked to her plenty of times. Yeah, fucking. She's hilarious. She's hysterical. Out. Oh yeah. She's a character. Oh yeah. So it's official. You got to bring your character ass into this into this couch one of these days. It's been a minute. Last time she was on, I think it was around the night before Thanksgiving. Nice. Uh, I think yeah, it was her. Her and my wife were on the show. Ah, good old Black Wednesday, the day that no one remembers. It's called Black Wednesday because it's the biggest bar day of the year, and everyone goes out and gets hammered the day before Thanksgiving. I I've never experienced Black Wednesday from the drinking perspective. I've I've experienced it from I work at Monocles and we just got slammed because yeah. everybody's in town. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in town for the holidays and nobody wants to cook the night before Thanksgiving. Nope, not a goddamn person. Day. Yep. So, yeah, I, I Black Black Wednesday sucks. Yeah, we used to. I, I, it was great because at the bar it was packed and we would make a fucking killing yeah. that night too. Like we would make just hand over fist fucking money. But – yeah, it was a fucking pain in the ass because it's like, you know, the two times a year people go out to drink. It's like, well, like Wednesday and New Year's. Yep. And that's when people go out to fucking drink if they don't ever drink ever. So next thing you know, you got bar stools flying across the fucking room. Yeah, people all those little Getting thrown out. Fucks. And it's like, well, okay. Those fucking lightweights. It's like fucking Oprah with the cops and you can go to jail and you can go to jail <laughs> and you can go to jail. Like, it's just madness. But we're just having a good time. I actually watched – so last time I was at the vault, I actually watched my first fight break out. I've never seen a fight there. Really? Yeah, surprisingly, huh. in all the times and I've actually, been there. Actually, the, the vault really doesn't – I mean, like, I my over my time there, there were some fights. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, there were some pretty fucking big fights. But uh, it didn't ha- – it didn't really didn't happen very often, actually. We were pretty good about making sure that kind of shit didn't oh, yeah. happen it was, too much. It was the craziest thing because – Literally, it, it was just like TV or the movies. Yeah. As soon as the fight broke out, music just shut down. Yep. Immediately, like <laughs> as soon as we, as soon as anybody realized a fight was going on, music's off, silence. Everybody's watching. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I was like, holy shit! It's like the movies. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's it's fucking nuts too because like when you watch like when you watch people fighting like that, and we've all watched, we've all seen fighting in real life, you know. Yes. But it, but it's 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 crazier when you watch it like. In reality, as opposed to like on TV or a movie or something, mm-hmm. you know, like in any way, shape, or form, like a live boxing match, a street fight, like any kind, just because like it honestly just looks so goofy because it's not like you watch fighting on TV and it's just like all perfect, you know, like it's just so perfect, like it's block the punch and move and do this yeah. and that and everything. You know, some dude in a fucking bar, like, throws the bottle at the guy's head, nicks the guy's ear, the dude ducks, trips over his own shoe, accidentally hits the girl in the mouth. Some guy then tackles him into the wall, goes flying through a door. It's like just it's chaos. Yeah, like, it's just, it's never, like, that perfect, you know, but. It's just yeah. absolute chaos. That was, like, that reminds me of the time, the craziest thing at the fucking vault, we had a. What was it? It, was, it had to have been somewhere around, like, 30 people that were involved in just this giant brawl. And because a guy had said something to another guy that was actually totally not offensive, <laughs> but he had said something to him and he was drunk and lost it. And uh, he just a fucking fight broke out between those two. So then that guy's friends come out 
So then other people start talking shit, and then other people that weren't even, like, involved in that, that were just bystanders, somehow got roped into it. So you had, like, five different groups of people that were just fighting. And, like, it was insane. Like, I had this giant, like, juice head motherfucker that I was trying to, like, put in a chokehold to haul him off of this guy that he was punching while someone was, like, choking me. And then I had someone, like, take, try to get that guy off of me. It was just all in the street, and it kept, like, getting broken up, and, like, it was just fucking madness. Alex says, I was in a bar in Delphi, probably the office tavern. Uh, <laughs> it, that's me talking. Uh, and literally every single person there, besides me and my coworker, were in this brawl. It was incredible. Breathtaking. Sometimes you got to get into a good fucking forty on forty street fight to really just brighten up your Christmas. But you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this this was just pandemonium, and like it just it was funny, and like it felt like I mean the cops showed up at some point, but like it literally felt like I was in the middle of this brawl for like an hour, <laughs> and yeah. like no one was there. It was like we get things calmed down, and then somebody would start fucking fighting again, and then we'd get things calmed down, and someone would start talking shit again. And it was she like, said God it was damn. on Valentine's Day, and she says yes, it is the office. I know it's the office, Alex. There's only two bars in Delphi, and I guarantee you're not at East, you're not at the Smoking Dog. <laughs> the Smoking Dog. The How do you know so much dog. about the bar life in Delphi? I'm from Delphi. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you knew that. Uh, I don't know. I thought she like, says yeah. love was in the air. <laughs> love was. Shit, some wasn't. Love, whiskey, and PCP were all in the air that night. Probably some meth. It's Delphi. Oh yeah, it is Delphi. PCP. That's a good call. They probably, they probably make a lot of bathtub meth out in Delphi. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Drano. Drano. It's it's key ingredient in the Delphi. I've uh, I've never tried to uh to cook meth, I believe is the term. But uh yeah. She says meth. 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 Meth is Meth is fresh and full of life. <laughs> Actually not Jinx, because you're you're responding like thirty seconds after I say it. Boom. And that's Thank what we call latency. Boom. Coming at you. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so you, well, yeah. you, uh, you left the bar scene to pursue sound. I did. I did do that, and I still do that. Yeah. And I'm not very good at it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm okay. But uh, no, yeah, I left. I uh, you do it a lot. I've, 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 every <laughs> little event I go to, it's like, hey, shit, there's Alan at the soundboard. <laughs> no, yeah, I got a, uh, I got out of the vault, and I, uh, I wanted to go do, uh, you know go mix music and i talked to kenny max about like you know doing that it, this was this whole thing was actually kind of like many years like kind of in the making yeah because like i went and did you always did it on the side too well kind of it was weird because like i tr i wanted kenny to teach me like what he knows and like everything that whole thing and so he kind of like took me under his wing and started showing me stuff but the problem was was like working at a bar wasn't really conducive to getting weekends off to go mix sound at shows yeah so you know i had to kind of play a battle there of like when i could get time off when i couldn't get time off like things just kind of had to fall where they were and uh you know he got a little frustrated because he was like fuck well he's not putting in the time and i don't have time to teach him what, what i need to teach him how to do and it was just kind of a weird back and forth thing well he ended up getting hired at purdue and then I got hired on as, like, a temp up there, and I was working just part-time here yeah. and there. But even that was, like, here and there. Like, when I say working, it was, like, I would maybe do, like, one gig every, like, month maybe because that's wow. what I had time to do. Yeah. Then there were also stretches where it was, like, now, luckily, because it's, like, a call list, you can kind of decide when you want to work. So, uh, you know, if I had time, like, I would do, like, three or four gigs, like, you know, within, like, a week or whatever. But uh, Alex says, as sad as it, as sad as it made me – Made me to lose everyone. I'm so glad all of you got out of the vault. We had a whole conversation on that earlier. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that's kind of the sentiment I I think of 
a scary large amount of people think like that statement right there all like, of them we loved all you guys but yeah everybody left at once and that was not planned no so everybody I, I knows didn't think that it was... was yeah alex uh you're just gonna have to listen to this whole episode when it comes out tomorrow uh it, it's it's been a great one so far so yeah yeah but uh but yeah so i uh <laughs> sound uh but yeah so um they had a few people leave to go do other things out of the audio department of Purdue. Mm -hmm. And so they had a few job openings. So I applied and I actually got denied first time I applied for a job there. I got turned down, which is fine because in the grand scheme of experience I needed to do that, I did, did not have it, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Um, so then I applied a second time and I had talked to, you know, the guy, their technical coordinator at the time and the guy that was kind of the assistant director of the hall had a big interview with them. And I was like, look, like, I am not anywhere near as technically proficient at this, you know, but I am willing to learn, and, you know, I'm a good team leader. I've got other qualities, and I kind of sold them on my personality, which I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> think is complete shit, which is funny. But, you know, I like to think I'm a nice guy. Um, but uh, I've seen you angry maybe once. I get, I get angry a lot, a lot. I just don't. Four years I've known you. <laughs> Four years I've known you. I've seen you even i've maybe seen you irked one time no i get that's that's okay well that's oh, that's good that's good but no because i get annoyed at a lot of shit like i'm sure like you can ask like i'm ask like lance or any of the guys in arcos like there's been times where i've just been I like think that's when i saw you pissed off <laughs> like i will fucking our, kill everybody in, in, uh, <laughs> and it's in drench coast the drench coast a wrench a wrench <laughs> ah look at that oh shit but yeah so and then uh, uh that second time around though uh yeah it all worked out to where like they seemed to like me well enough they liked the work that i had done like just as a temp and they were like all right we'll give you a shot so i got hired in and i've been learning the more shit like it's just insane like every day is just something new over there you know i've yeah. been doing it for about a year and a half now and uh yeah there's still just so much like i do not know that i learn every day but like you know my knowledge of being an audio engineer has gotten exponentially better than what it was so and i mean i've gotten to do like monitors for national tours i've gotten to, like experience kind of like what that production like world is like yeah. you know which which is really fucking cool eventually like i'd like to go out on tour with like a group like a production or a band or something you know i yeah. think that'd be fun to go do but yeah we'll see where it takes i got a lot of work before i can even start mm -hmm. thinking about any of that stuff I, yet I've, so i've want here and there i've wanted to learn sound uh mostly just so i could freelance that shit like say the doom room needs a sound guy for the night like they have the gear oh yeah they just need somebody to run the gear so it'd be it, it and i'm always like man i could i could totally do that but i just i don't want to screw it up <laughs> yeah there's it's it's funny like when you when you get into it because like well the board the board the concept of the board is just overwhelming to me see and it's funny when you start playing because like they've got that personas board over there which i've, I've never actually yeah. used that but like i know like the personas the way it's laid out i mean like you know when you think about an audio desk it's like okay cool i mean i've got a fader i have a gain knob yeah all right so then up here i have some eq so i just need to figure out how to make that pertain to that channel so we'll press buttons for a minute then that'll work it's, it's literally just a lot of trial and error. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, some people don't know that. Oh, who knows? But uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, it literally is like once you know kind of the concepts of what you're trying to do, it's just like, you know, I've got all the tools in front of me. I just need to make sense of it somehow, mm -hmm. you know, and like that can be a very hard thing to do, you know, because like with me, there's like a few different 
boards I like to play on that I've just it's it's very intuitive. I know what I'm doing. I yeah. go on other things and it's kind of just like, well, fuck. Now I'm like all slow and I'm trying to like right. get things figured out, you know. But you know, it's all a big learning process. I mean, if you can go learn how to use four or five different audio desks, I mean, shit, it's go anywhere you want. It's like go to some bar, be like, hey, you need sound on this night. I don't have a PA, but I'll come run your shit. Yeah, it just makes you more marketable. So it'd be fun because I mean, I I enjoy mixing. Yeah. I enjoy mixing over here on Reaper. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it got to be somewhat similar. Uh, I mean, you're, like, you're just listening. You're listening yeah. for harsh frequencies. Yeah, I mean, like you're you're listening for harsh frequencies, and I mean, like you need to make sure, like you've got like you know, gain structure can be a little bit different between like studio yeah. stuff and live stuff, yeah. you know. But uh, that is also too. I mean, like the thing that fucks with you the most too is like just acoustics of a room and stuff. I mean, like you think you're hearing something that's really really fucked up, and you're trying to like EQ it out when in reality it's just the acoustics of the room, and there's nothing you can mm-hmm. do about it, you know. So learning to like separate that that's something that I mean I still try all the time, like to not over EQ stuff, you yeah. Know? So. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's practice. I think that's the one nice the the one thing I love the most about the job that I'm doing now is I get that constant practice. Like yes. I am hands on doing audio every day, you know. And it's not like I have the opportunity to forget anything because like when I was working with Ron, it was like I go do like one show here, one show here, and that was only for the summer. Yeah. And then you take the winter off, you know. It's like <laughs> then you get back behind the board, and you're like, okay, uh, how do I turn on the compressor again? You know, you're like, fuck. Alex but, says, Dick, are you aware that your ear is bright pink? Oh, it is. It is. It's, oh, it's the lighting. Oh my, Alex. You know, you know the whole deal with the lighting here. Like, whenever Miranda's in here, like her face is bright red, and you look at it, and it's not red at all. I better say, I look, uh, I look fairly, uh, fairly pale right now. I look really pale, but then again, the light. Actually, I kind of look like I've right got a little bit on of a, me. Yeah. So. Need to get yourself like some, some softer. <laughs> I, 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 I do. I do. You need to get like a little like Alexa dot and like get like some smart bulbs and be like, Alexa, turn on red light number one. <laughs> Alexa, t- podcast mood. Did I tell you what I did with my Alexa? What'd you do? Oh, so <laughs> I wish there was a way I could like cast this to your screen so people could see it. But the video on my phone, uh, I got an Alexa dot for Christmas. I've never fucked around with any kind of smart home tech at all. Okay. So I got this thing and I'm like, all right, it's pretty neat. So I got some smart plugs. I got some smart bulbs. Start putting things together. And uh, Kyle says we both look beautiful. That was exactly what I needed to hear to get through the rest of my week. And thank you. Thank you for all that you do. That man. That, that big, man. beautiful man. I, oh, yeah. I did ask a few people. By a few, I mean two. I asked Kyle, too. Oh. Okay. I remembered asking him now. One, one day, Kyle and I will be together on a podcast, and you will see some absolute magic fucking happen. Like, like if there was ever a time when, like, a sprinting unicorn would fly out of a fucking manhole, <laughs> farting glitter into the eyes of a small child, that would be the podcast that it would be happening on. So, Kyle, that's what we're doing here in a couple of weeks, so get ready. But uh, I took this back to my fucking, fucking stupid Alexa dot story. So I took this thing, <laughs> tied everything in my living room. So I didn't, I didn't realize you could program routines in it. And I, I saw this as a meme one time, and I was like, I have to try this. So I was like, all right. Alexa, when I say intruder alert, turn living room lights to dark red, <laughs> say welcome to the jungle, get ready for games, and then play Raining Blood by Slayer. So I programmed this whole <laughs> fucking routine in, and I, uh, and I got a whole like video of it on my phone. But literally, I walked in, I'm like, Alexa, intruder alert, lights, no shit, go to red. It says, welcome to the jungle, get ready for games. And then it fucking has like a little like three second pause, and then it starts playing fucking Slayer. I have two guinea pigs in my living room, all right? 
and uh, we'll so use freaking the fuck out. Yeah, they literally like the one just is sitting there like munch on his hay, and he's just like, <laughs> the fuck is going on? He like dives over the fucking edge of his little house and like gets terrified for days. And yeah, that's some real. Kyle, uh, that's a lot to live up to. No, Kyle, it's not a lot to live up to. It's what's expected of us. Remember, you got to make every day a big dick day. BDD, baby, BDD. Confidence. There it is. <laughs> Unicorns flying out of manholes. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I so I'm like, oh, this thing is fucking legit. <laughs> so now the meme that I that I got that from had a Claymore Roomba involved in the equation. I have yet to get one of those. I do not have a Claymore Roomba yet, but I'm I'm working Claymore on it. Roomba. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll get that figured out at some point. As smart as this house gets, it's. So far, I mean, I have a Google Home Mini, which is basically an Amazon Dot or okay. Echo Dot. Is whatever. it like you like tell it to do stuff and yeah. do it? Okay. But it, I also have a, a Nest or yeah, a Nest doorbell and a Nest thermostat. Okay. So what that, a Nest doorbell? What? Yeah. What is? It's it's just a camera doorbell. Oh, okay. It's like the Ring. Okay. Uh, just Nest. See, I don't, Google, I, 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 I don't, I don't think I would ever go down the road of like doing like smart cameras or like door locks, for example. I don't think I, I do would... want to do the door lock, but we don't have a deadbolt on our nod on our door. Oh, now the world knows that. You <laughs> might want to back this up, maybe erase some shit. Oops. It's all cool. Oh, well, I think, I think we'll be all right. How did people get into Dick's house? Well, he announced over the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. But yeah. Yeah. That, uh, the, the the Nest doorbell has been really great to have because not only do uh, I get notifications on my phone when shit's like a mailman comes or yeah. somebody stops by, like it, it recognizes faces. So if somebody stops by very frequently, mm-hmm. uh, it'll start recognizing their face and then you can save them in there saying, oh, hey. Like I have see, data. that's just fucking trippy. Because who's who's looking at that database though? Like, oh god, who, you know what I mean? Well, like, I always give I give people like ridiculous names. Like, Dave is just Dave, but it's in all capital letters. Because every time I see him or want to talk to him, I just shout Dave. Yeah, Dave. I guess I, I guess I sh- I guess I shouldn't say that though. Because I mean, like when you look at like oh like who could see that database? Like if there's not fucking ninety million satellites staring at everybody all day yeah. long, anyways. I'm not like, I'm not yeah. super creative with the names, but like like Miranda's ex, Pig he, brother, he's, he's dipshit. He's dip shit. Shit. <laughs> nice. Uh, I got the male dude. <laughs> dip shit and male dude. Uh, Nate, yeah. Nate, Nate Phillips. Pod daddy. Pod yep. daddy Nate. Pod daddy Nate. Pod daddy Nate. He pops in there. Uh, yeah, it's been great. And, it, and, you know, it does it does capture things. And, and shit. so shit that happens on my porch, mm-hmm. I have recordings of it. It saves it for up to a week, and I can just go and view it and save it. I maybe I should get because there is a the house across the street from me. My God, there's just so much going on at this like we had a this, we had a bird hit oh, our, like fly into our window and we got it all on there. It just dive bombed. There's a tent city that goes up across the street from my house in the summertime, and I've always wanted to know like what exactly goes on across her. So it's. And there's all sorts of random people that will knock on my door in the middle of the night. And I'm like, who is that? Why are you here? What is going on? So maybe I should invest in one of those fucking cameras. I don't know. It, it, it's nice. Yeah. Like I caught this. Uh, so this one time uh, the kid's dad drops them off. Okay. And I, I started when they're when they're acting up or something like that or complaining too much for no reason, you know, being kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I said, hey. In this house, you're... <laughs> Alex, Alex was like, you definitely have sketchy-ass neighbors. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Um, but I always tell him, hey, in this house, you're a tiner. 
All right. So, and then I was like, you can go be their actual last name mm -hmm. over at your dad's, but here you're a Tyner in this house. So one time when he dropped him off, like they actually said that to him, like, like they're proud of it. Like, Hey, when we're here, we're Tyners. <laughs> and he was like, no, you're this. Like, oh, no, we're Tyners man. here. <laughs> so I'm guessing that. I saved all that shit. So I'm guessing that went over just amazingly. <laughs> uh, I don't believe we got a. I don't believe we got a shitty text for it, but it was hysterical. Oh man. Like I and I saved it all on my phone. Like I couldn't not. That's pretty fucking funny. Hey guys, check this out. My kids, my kids said they're Tyners to their dad. <laughs> no dad, we're Tyners. That's fucking hysterical. <laughs> but in this house, we're Tyners. Be proud of who you are, kids. That's, that's uh, there. You go. Yeah, it, it's great. All right, I think it's yep. uh, about time. Probably about oh, time to wrap Alex this uh, shindig up. Alex says, "Didn't like a drunk guy walk into your house once." Oh, that was when the box of wine got stolen. <laughs> if you want to hear about this before we uh, depart, yeah, let's, let's hear it real quick. Uh, so, this was actually this was a Roy joint. Uh, this story is a Roy uh, story. Uh, I had worked a wedding. I bartended a wedding one summer, and they basically, they pay me a fuck ton of cash and then they let me take like four boxes of wine they had left over that they were doing from the bar and like some like barbecue. Like it was a pretty legit fucking deal. Okay. So I get home and like, I don't know, months go by like, like this because I don't drink. I don't, I don't know if you could tell us about me. I don't drink boxed wine at home just in my spare time. You That's not the bag. something I do, you know, but uh, am I above doing it or the right circumstances? No, but you know, hey, I so. I had this, it was like a box of like bagged Chardonnay sitting in my fucking fridge. Yeah, this thing has months, this thing has sat there. Yeah. So, used to be like when Roy and I were there, if one of us was home, we just wouldn't really lock the door behind us or anything. We, we didn't really care too much. Like, you know, if both of us were gone, we'd obviously lock everything up. But like, you know, and now like we lock everything up just because neighborhood's kind of weirder now. But like back years ago, and this was probably about like three years ago, four years ago, somewhere around there. Uh, you know, I went to go do my thing. I think I went up to go out drinking or something. I left, came back to get my keys, you know, or something I'd left there, went and moved again, and Roy was still there. He was showering and getting ready to do his thing. Are you guys still over so, by the checkerboard? Yeah, I, I literally live like a one-minute drive from yeah. here. I just go down State Street and then to Virginia. And yeah, then I didn't know. I thought, but, for yeah. some reason, I thought you guys moved out of that place. No, we're still there. Nice, nice. Back when I was uh, not single, I had <laughs> explored the, the idea of yeah, moving out there, yeah. but... I'm not even going to go into all that. Uh, but uh, so uh, I get like a like a text from Roy, I think is what it ended up being. And he was like, hey, some dude tried to get into the house. I had to chase him out, blah, blah. I think he's I was just like, wait, 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 what? Long story short, I'm trying to remember exactly. Like, I wish I could remember the exact like text conversation between me and him. But what it ended up happening was some drunk dude wandered in through the back door started rifling around through the fridge, maybe like looking for something to eat or something. I don't know what his deal was. Roy comes out. He's like, fuck are you doing here? You got to get the fuck out of here. And the guy's like, oh, just give me one second. He's like, no, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> and so he, There's no negotiation. So he, he chases him out, out the house. And then I get home later that night. And I'm like, well, fuck, is anything gone? Like, we're, So we're like looking around, we're like scouring the house, trying to just make sure he didn't like take anything, you know? Yeah. Look in the fridge. I'm like, Roy, where's the box of fucking wine at? Like, did you drink that or whatever? And he's like, no, I didn't fucking drink that shit. And I was like, well, it's gone. He was like, that dude was rooting around in the fridge. I'm like, did you see him like take anything with him? He was like, 
don't know. He kind of like had his arms like this across his like coat. But I mean, it didn't look like he had it. I'm like, that motherfucker took the box of wine. So we had some dude basically come into our house, raid our fridge, didn't find anything but a box of wine, <laughs> took that and fucking bounced. Yeah. So that's desperation. That is where the uh, the people are at on that one. It's uh, it's tough times out there, kids. So take it from me. Lock your refrigerator if you live behind a bar. <laughs> and, and, and your house. And your house your in house. general, I guess. That's the big that's really the big takeaway, I guess. Um, for, you're for basically me. saying, okay, just oh, just God. don't let them get in the fridge. Yeah, just just don't let them, they can roam freely through the rest of the house. Just don't <laughs> let them get in the fucking fridge. We need to make sure the tacos are safe. I am I am definitely Oh god. I'm definitely glad you told that story. Yep. yep. All right. Thank you again. No problem, Alan. dude. Hopefully this wasn't uh, too controversial or too provocative or no, too not uh, for this show. too heart pounding. No such thing on this show. Uh we basically do whatever the fuck we want on this show. Fantastic. No, it was great having thanks for having me on, oh, man. Yeah. It was a lot of fucking fun. And um, I will uh, come back again sometime soon. And oh, you will. Like I said, maybe we'll get the the rest of the band up here. We can talk some more once we get this music video and shit figured out. Now the only t- there's only Andreas and Aaron haven't been on the show. Uh, we're gonna get them. We're gonna get them on here. It's gonna be great. And like I said, uh, shameless plug. February twenty eighth, fucking North End Pub. Marcus. We're playing with North Haven and Controvert. So it's gonna be a good fucking time. Come on out. I'm excited. I'll be there. Hell yeah. The D will be there. All right. Thanks for having me on, dude. Thank Appreciate you. it. And make sure you check out Arcos's new CD, The Black, out now on all that shit. Check it out. iTunes. I think it's... Is it on iTunes? Uh, does iTunes even exist anymore? Or is it, it Apple it, Music? It, it, it exists. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's, it's on Spotify and... Uh, yeah, check it out on Spotify. Yeah. There you go. Just go to fucking Spotify. There you go. Just, Just go to it. Spotify. Uh, <laughs> if you see him out at a show, buy, buy a physical copy. It's pretty sweet. Uh, you get to hear my sweet voice on it like a couple times. That is true. He does do some some guest vocalizing. And uh, and Alan Alan's got a, a special song on there. Mm-hmm, I do. I almost played it. Everybody's fucking tits. All righty. Fuck you. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, be sure to check out the Journey into Comics Network and all of its great shows. And uh, we'll be back next week for our final show for roughly a month. And if that is all, that is all. Please make every day a big dick day. BDD. Bye, guys. Woke up this morning with my dick in my hand. Girl, he's to the right of me. Just like I planned. It's gonna be a big dick day. Big Dick Day! Gonna be a Big Dick Day!